Welcome to Renegade Inc. It is claimed that the silver market is one of the most manipulated markets in the world. It's also claimed that there's a drastic shortfall between how much of the precious metal is above the ground versus how much of it has been sold in paper contracts. But could this be the year that sends the silver price to the moon and gives the so-called silver stackers their long-awaited moment in the sun? David Morgan, great to have you back on Renegade Inc. Ross, it's great to be back with you. Um, David, if there's one name in the world that's synonymous with silver, it's yours. Uh, it's a relatively small world, the silver world, but um, you have, are a sort of doyen, an expert on it. When we see silver squeeze smashed all over social media, what does it mean? Explain to the layman what the silver squeeze is. Well, I'm going to back up and go to history, Ross, and the first real silver squeeze that I was, I wouldn't say involved in, but on in a cursory way I was, was the Hunt Brothers in the late 1970s into 1980. And if you look at January of 1979, the Hunts had accumulated a great deal of physical silver and futures contracts. And the price went from uh, $6 in 1979 to oh, $50 a year later. So you got a huge move. In fact, you got about almost 90% of the move in the silver market during the last 10% of the bull market. So it was a huge move in a short amount of time. And that was a squeeze. A squeeze is when the buying pressure overpowers the selling pressure or and or the availability of the product. So you could cause a squeeze in the orange juice market. It's usually equated to um, the commodities markets and futures. However, it can be done in the stock market as coming to real time, the GameStop situation. So the current silver squeeze is kind of on the back of a huge short position that somebody figured out in GameStop, realized that the float was very small, realized that it was oversold because the options market went in, bought it up, and put on a lot of buying pressure, which forced the shorts to cover and drove the price sky high. So that's a short squeeze. Right. So when it comes to silver, um, the other chat is that there is way more paper silver in the world uh, than physical silver. Can you explain to viewers what that actually means? Well, the silver market is based on commercial bars, 1,000 ounce bars. And these are bars that are used for investment at times, but they're basically used in industry. And it's just a convenient form to break down, to go to the mints, to make silver coins or other areas. And that is the, the determining price. The problem is, if you want to call it a problem, the fact is that it's a derivatives market. For every bar that's on the exchange, there are more contracts available to buy and sell for each bar. So at times there's a cover ratio, say three to one, which is currently about where we're at, which means there's three times as much paper silver as there is physical silver in the exchanges. And that's easily proven because you can see what the open interest is and you can see what the warehouse inventory is. And it's a simple division problem you learn in third grade. There's been a lot of chat uh, on social media uh, about uh, these phantom bars. Uh, what do you say uh, to about these organizations that may have said that they've got the amount of silver uh, that you've ordered? Uh, it's in their safekeeping, 
But actually, if everybody came at the same time requesting their silver, they wouldn't have the inventory to fulfill those requests. Like in the days of the goldsmith, usually maybe 10% of the people actually turn in their gold certificate for gold or their paper certificate for silver. But once there is, let's say, a run on the bank, then you could have a problem because the cover ratio isn't there. Now, to be fair, because I don't know the details, it could be a backlog problem. In other words, they may have the inventory coming in in a, we'll call it a reasonable amount of time that would take care of every piece of paper. Frankly, I doubt it, but I can't prove it. But I could make the case, and I'll be fair, that it could be a backlog problem. It's not a problem that they have the silver there at this time, but it could be fulfilled in the future. The problem is, what's the contract say? Does the contract say you've got 28 days or less? Does the contract say we can fill it with paper? Does the contract say if you tick us off on the phone and you're nasty to us, we just cut you off and send you a check? We don't know. It's, well, we know in some cases, I mean, if you can read the contract, you'll know. So some people taking the other side are complaining, oh, they didn't give me my silver. Well, read the contract. It says they can send you a check, and they did. It's a key point, though, isn't it? Like, read the fine print in the T's and C's, because ultimately, um, just taking someone's word for it at, 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 at a vault isn't going to cut it. But Richard Hay, he, he's made this um, claim that it's keyboard warriors starting this uh, type of squeeze uh, and that they are circulating, and I quote, a variety of information. Would keyboard warriors have the ability to create this kind of run or this kind of interest? Well, I got several comments on that. First of all, let's just back up for the last year and a half. We go to the World Economic Forum, formerly referred to as Davos in most cases. And Scott Maynard for the Guggenheim Chief Investment Officer was asked by Bloomberg Finance, what was your go-to investment for 2020? And this was, like I said, early January or in January. And he said silver. And the uh, interviewer said silver, why not gold? And he explained silver was a better value. Last year in 2020, over 300 million ounces was put into the ETFs. That is institutional demand. That is not keyboard warriors. That is the lion's share of the market. That is what took place. It's not the little guy on the keyboard buying, you know, 10 ounces of silver, 100 ounces of silver, 1,000 ounces of silver that's really causing the problem. They're really just uh, kind of a bait and switch. Could it? Yeah. I mean, demand is demand. Silver doesn't stop and ask. Is the man coming, coming from retailers, the man coming from uh, you know, institutional? But demand is demand, and it could take place. I find it ironic, Ross, and I hope you could comment on my comment. What business are you aware of that if you had more demand, you'd be complaining about? <laughs> I mean, these are the people that you know, sell silver. That's their business. So if there was more demand and you had higher margins and you had the facilities to pump out more, I think you'd be happy about it. Why would you denigrate your buyers? But is it the case, um, like with other uh, precious metals in the whole complex, that, um, that the mints don't want to sell at these levels because they know the future price or they speculate that the future price is going to be greater and actually there's more money holding on to this uh, than flogging it today? I would disagree with that, Ross. I mean, it is a good presupposition. And to be fair, I'm not certain. But 
what I do know from being in the market for so long is that because it's financialized, yeah. the power brokers that really run the silver market make far more on paper silver than they'll ever make in physical silver right. because of swaps, leases, you know, all that. So that's the real answer. So they're real happy to hypothecate, rehypothecate, swap that, write an option on it, put a, you know, do a, what do you call it? A, bifurcated you know it's against the s p versus silver price and all this nonsense that goes on in the financial industry at large do you think then uh, with all uh, the synthetic aspect of that and the nonsense as you call it uh, when people hear that uh, and they also hear online that silver is arguably the most manipulated market in the world and i know it's in good company i mean there's lots of others right but um, do you think it's because of all those derivatives, because of all those swaps, because of all those synthetics, that that bolsters the claim that is, this is one of the most manipulated markets? I believe it is. Uh, but first of all, let's be crystal clear. Every market's basically manipulated. And I say that with super authority because the whole financial system is based on an asset. And that asset is money. I'll put that in quotation marks. Let's call it currency. And there's an interest rate. So it's the price of money. So if you could control the flow or the price of money, everything is based on that. Everything, housing, transportation, communications. And so if you can control that, you control everything. So the whole system has been not, has manipulated. Now you could go into, you know, break it down into is the lumber market or any commodity market or the stock market. Yes, they're all manipulated. The point you're making, I'm getting to it, is that is silver the most manipulated? I build the case, yes. The reason I say that she, uh, put it up against all other commodities, gold, soybean oil, the meats, the softs. It has the longest cover of any commodity, which means that normally in the oil market, the short position represents three days. You go into hogs and I don't know what it is, but you know, three weeks, but you go into the silver market, it's like over half a year that's been shorted in the, in the silver market. So on that basis, so I'm not making it out of my head, it's not personal. It's not emotional. It's a fact that silver has a longer or greater short position than any of the futures. People uh, who see their purchasing power diminished when they're using fiat currency, uh, people who think that the real rate of inflation isn't uh, the number that's coming out of any of the institutions that we used to rely on. Um, what should they do now? And uh, of course, this isn't financial advice, but when it comes to buying precious metals to try and in some way protect their wealth, um, I know you're going to promote doing that and a certain percentage of your portfolio, but just give us the rationale as to why you would uh, promote uh, having some exposure to the silver market. Because all fiat fails. You know, we have a 100% success rate. So we're in a system now that's failing. There's very little doubt about that. We're in the everything bubble. The only thing that's undervalued is pretty much the commodity sector. And people are really seeking, what are we going to do about it? And the banks are as well. They look like they want a central bank digital currency and they want to kind of take care of the debt. However, they're going to do it, just write it off. I'm not certain. So we are at the end of the great Keynesian experiment. You can print yourself wealthy. Well, we're finding out you can't. So that was number one, all fiat fails, those three words. And so what do you do? Well, gold hasn't failed for 5,000 years. Silver hasn't failed for 5,000 years. Bitcoin's been around for over 10, and I'm not gonna say it's gonna fail. But what I will say is that gold is recognized by anyone anywhere, and it is decentralized. 
a gold or silver coin is basically anonymous when you exchange it for a good or service with somebody. David, always great to have you. Um, and um, thank you very much for coming back on. Uh, and we'll watch eagerly the silver squeeze. Um, but before you go, a prediction. Where's the silver price going to be uh, at the end of 2021? Oh, thank you, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I thought ending well, with a hospital pass is probably the best way to go. Yes, indeed. I'll say $40 US. We're going to hold you to it. Okay. Ivan Buyuki, uh, welcome to Renegade Inc. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me. I appreciate it so much. Ivan, um, tell us, you started Wall Street Silver, uh, the Reddit group. Tell us why you did it uh, and what the intent was behind it. Yeah, for the longest time, um, I felt the need to wake up the masses because the whole world, you can just see it's manipulated. Everything from oil prices, you look at your everyday gas prices, everything is manipulated. So I was sitting down with my dad not too long ago about two, three months ago, and I was, he was watching some hockey, and we were watching Wall Street bets on Reddit. First day, they were at a million followers. Second day, they're at two million. Third day, they're at three million. And um, I just sat there, and I was like, we really need to start waking up the masses on silver so they can have some sound money in their, in their hands and in their possession so it's physical. Uh, but yeah, now now our path and our goal is beyond 100,000. We will start waking up millions of people. When you say waking them up, waking them up to what exactly? To sound money. Uh, for the longest time, you look back 10,000 years ago, uh, before the Romans, there's always silver. And you'll look 5,000 years into the future, there's always going to be physical silver. Silver is used in so much from uh, solar panels to uh, all the vehicles are moving electric and that's you need silver for that um, but people don't understand that the paper money in your pocket sooner or later will go away almost 90 or 99 percent of fiat currencies which is a dollar backed by nothing has been completely gone in history so you could look back 5,000, 10,000 years in the past in the future there will always be silver that real sound money and what do you say to those uh, people who say, yeah, look, uh, I buy the barbarous relic idea with both gold and silver. Crypto, uh, silver's a poor man's crypto. You don't want to be in silver or gold or platinum, any of these precious metals. What you want is a bit of Bitcoin uh, and all the variants that come with that. What do you say to them? Can you buy, uh, can you buy anything with, uh, like, can you hold a, a Bitcoin realistically? Can you go to uh, someone down the road and say, hey, I'm going to trade you this Bitcoin. You can't see it. It's in a digital wallet. And I have nothing against anyone who invests in cryptos or any type of uh, stocks because you're free to do absolutely anything you choose. But for me personally, if I don't, if you don't hold it physically, you don't own it. Uh, that like you can see what happened in the United States when the power went out not too long ago, about a month or two ago, I think it was in Texas. And you couldn't even use Bitcoin. You couldn't even use your digital wallet when you go to the store. Physical silver is a nice way to hedge against inflation. You have it on, in your pocket or you can um, keep it in storage. But I, I don't have anything against uh, people who do invest in Bitcoin. But if you don't hold it, you don't own it. 
There's a journalist at the FT who will remain nameless for diplomatic reasons, uh, and he wrote a piece, a very derogatory piece, about what he called silver stackers. Uh, and the thrust of the piece was, as soon as you meet one of these so-called silver stackers, just leave them in their bubble, don't uh, uh, try and uh, puncture their world, don't try and wake them up to economic reality, silver's going to zero, just walk away. He published it, of course, a week later, massive spike in silver, and he took all the inbound for it. Why does the mainstream or corporate media uh, paint uh, people like you and other silver stackers in such a bad light? I think that the mainstream media is controlled by a handful of corporations, so it's very tough to get um, a simple truth like silver out to the world. But I, I truly believe that there has been, for the longest time, a suppression of truth on silver and having real value in your hand. There's been a Ponzi scheme for since the beginning of time, uh, since beginning of human history, where you can just print a fiat. Someone, some smart guy figured it out a long time ago. Where it was like, let's just print some fake money and let's back it by nothing but interest. Um, but you can look back so, so you can look back into anything into history and you'll always find either silver or gold. So there's no knock against gold either. We appreciate physical assets. Uh, and at the same time, if there's anyone who is currently trading digital assets like Bitcoin, Ethereum, or anything like that, that's not an issue too. You uh, recently had a GoFundMe campaign starting a, a target of 10,000 bucks. Uh, you got over 10 times that. Uh, you're now going, uh, as you have done before, back on a billboard campaign. Just talk us a little bit about that. And is that part of the process of, as you put it, waking people up? Yeah, absolutely. We had a GoFundMe. Actually, I was on our first 18,000 followers on Wall Street Silver on Reddit. Um, now we're at 55. But our first 18,000 people, I looked at a post and one of our members said, someone should start a GoFundMe for billboards and everyone pitch in some money so we can start raising awareness. And instantly after that, I was like, what a great idea. Um, stayed up all night, set up the GoFundMe. And now you're starting to see it just in two weeks, I just had a goal of $10,000. Uh, we raised $116,000 uh, in two weeks, everyone from bullion dealers, which we really appreciate them donated. Uh, for absolutely everyone started donating. Now, uh, the whole main goal is to put billboards all over the world. But our first goal is Lamar advertising just in North America. Um, and then you can have people go to these billboards, take pictures of them, start sharing them, and then we spread it on social media. Because you can put up a billboard anywhere, it's not going to do anything. But we need people to go there and actually share the pictures. Um, that's when you start blowing it up on social media. So what, what's the purpose behind that? You want to get people aware and ultimately ramp the silver price? People will say, oh, well, you're just doing it for your own gain. Yeah, no, we love silver personally, like everyone in the community, we're not just trying to pump up the silver prices, even though we highly understand that silver is, is undervalued. Uh, you can look at like, how does it make sense that a coin digitally that is worth 40 or $50,000, but an ounce of silver that's used in every single day to day uses from um, from healthcare to technology, it, it's only $30 or less than for an ounce. 
So the main goal here is to wake up the masses to real sound money that they can hold. With this billboard campaign, we'll start raising awareness. People will start actually waking up and seeing, wow, the death of the dollar is, is coming. Um, you can start seeing the implosion of the US dollar, of, of all of these, uh, even the Canadian dollar, because I'm here in Canada. And back when I was younger in 2008, 2009, we were very strong compared to the US dollar. We were very similar. Now we've lost 30, 40% of the value of the Canadian dollar. So it is dying. When you say the silver market has been manipulated since the dawn of time, who's doing the manipulating today? Because the very journalist who wrote the corporate journalism piece about silver stackers being conspiracy loonies, uh, he would argue hard uh, that actually this is a market operating um, as all markets do. Uh, it's free uh, and there's no manipulation. When big bullion banks are being fined or when big banks are being fined uh, 900 or 820 million or 900 and some million dollars for an actual spoofing, that just tells me one thing that you are seeing people get away with manipulation in the markets, no matter what it is, but you see people get away with manipulation. There's fines being put out there and nobody else does anything about it. So 100%, if there's a fine last year that got put out and people, and everyone knows who I'm talking about, JP Morgan got fined for, um, for spoofing silver. There's no secret. So when people are fined, probably other bullion banks are coming out and saying, well, they, they got fined and they're probably, and they're okay. Why don't we do it? That's how I see it. What happens to the bullion banks if the silver price starts to rise? That's a, that's a great question. They could either be really, really happy because they've accumulated a lot of the physical silver or they'll be super, super upset because now Wall Street silver or, or we will start waking up the masses and people will start having silver in their pockets. But it, the bullion banks can't do nothing or these major people in the world trying to suppress silver. They're, at the end of the day, you can only keep the lid on so long. And when the lid pops off, what will happen to these bullion banks? Collapse. I think uh, you'll start seeing a reset coming. That's what everyone's talking about now, the great reset. I think there'll be two resets. The first one that these huge collaborators and conspirators are putting together to put a digital dollar together so that they can start tracking the masses. Um, that will fail because they'll push that on people. And then the second reset will come, and that will be a complete currency backed by silver and gold. Um, so when that comes, silver and gold will skyrocket and you'll start seeing the real value of gold and silver. So, uh, and I think I probably know the answer to this question. Uh, viewers out there watching this, if they're worried, uh, concerned about their um, you know, financial situation, um, they realize that um, fiat money is ultimately doomed. What should they do? And I'd just like to say, this isn't financial advice. You're not a financial advisor, but this is something that you've thought about for a fair bit of time. So back in 2015, when I first, first really got into silver, I started thinking about, just like what I told you earlier, the Canadian dollar started dying when I was, when I was younger. It was very similar to the US dollar. It started dying off. Now it's pretty embarrassing, the Canadian dollar compared to the US dollar, the strength. So that that gave me uh, signals in my head, okay, my currency is dying, 
that I'm holding in my pocket, but silver, it keeps going up in value. And you look past five, six, seven years, silver has gone up no matter what. Any type of precious metal or commodity, lumber is skyrocketing right now. Uh, so you're starting to see anything that holds real value, land, silver, gold, is skyrocketing. Anything right now in the stock market is an illusion. That's why there's so much manipulation in the world. The real thing that will really start waking up the masses, well, you'll, well, you'll start having real flashlights going off in your head, is when you start stacking physical silver. Because then you'll be like, wow, all this fiat currency I have is backed by debt. I don't want that. In a world that's swimming with private uh, and public debt, right? Absolutely. And what you're saying is to be a part or to be aside from that system it is, in a sense, some kind of personal sovereignty. Yeah, perfectly said. You feel almost like a sense of freedom when you start stacking silver. And it's nothing political at all. You just feel you'll just start awakening yourself. You'll start seeing the truth. You'll start seeing the flashlights go off. Uh, and I, I've said I've said it a, a hundred times in the interview, but it's a huge hedge uh, against inflation. Your your dollar will die. Look at Venezuela right now; they're throwing uh, all of their money on the streets because it's not worth anything. A wannabe silver stacker. What do they do? Many things. Uh, first thing is we have a strong due diligence that's called "New People Start Here" on Wall Street Silver on Reddit. It gives you a full breakdown. And of course, you have to make up your own facts uh, or you have to make up your own decisions. So don't just take anything blindly. Please read into it. Read into Silver. Read into David Morgan. Read into Robert Kawasaki when talking about Silver. But there's so many smart people that will educate you. And like Wall Street Silver, if you want to join us, we have education there, due diligence, post on Silver. But the most important thing is just research, knowledge, enlighten yourself, uh, because the, for the longest time, they made the Roman circus for four or 5,000 years ago and keep people distracted. Uh, video games, uh, and I love video games, but everyone keeps everyone distracted, news, politics. So now it's starting, uh, it's the time to wake up the masses. Ivan, thank you very much for your time. Uh, I wish you all luck. Um, with the Wall Street Silver Group and the Billboard campaign. And let's see where the, bill, the, the bullion banks are uh, and certain uh, corporate journalists uh, at the end of this year. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate all your viewers. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me. This has uh, been a huge pleasure and an honor. So I thank you guys so much.